This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. If you're feeling a little worn thin, if wars and rumor of wars and a changing political scenery and a global pandemic have got you down, you're not alone. And as you look forward into the church calendar and you think about Lent, the idea of deprivation or fasting might feel just particularly onerous this year. Well, I have something new for you. I've created a 40-day Lenten journey called Walking at a Human Pace. It'll allow you to lace up your tennis shoes, put in your earbuds, and have scripture read to you. And along with some prayers and a few thoughtful questions, it will help you to begin to put your body and soul and mind and spirit back together as you pray and as you learn how to walk at a human pace. In this episode, I'm going to share a little bit about the reasoning behind this new offering, Walk at a Human Pace, and then I'm going to allow you to listen in. You'll get to hear the very first day. And at the end of the episode, you can find out where you can grab your copy of Walking at a Human Pace in my shop. Let's begin. Welcome to the Finding Holy Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Hales, author of A Spacious Life. I love big ideas, but ideas have to move beyond an ivory tower to find their application in the midst of our work and our laundry routines. Here on the Finding Holy Podcast, expect conversations about how to live faithfully in a post-Christian world, but without the vitriol, posturing, or shouting across the aisles. For many of us, especially for Protestants, Lent can feel like a distinctively Catholic thing. I went to a Catholic high school, and I first heard about Lent there. My friends would give up chocolate for Lent, but, you know, just sort of. (laughs) And since then, I've seen the helpfulness and the beauty of the church calendar, and I practice Lent too. But often we have some mistaken ideas about what Lent is all about. We have the idea that if we give up chocolate or alcohol or Netflix, that somehow we'll be better Christians. But Lent is a spiritual practice, and it's something that we often engage in so that we can actually begin to pay attention to our spiritual appetites. So like many things in the church, the church calendar is meant to help order our affections towards God. It doesn't mean that we somehow earn favor or special standing with God. It doesn't make us better Christians. It doesn't change our justification, but we have to know that practices shape us too. Dallas Willard in The Divine Omission says we should not only want to be merciful, kind, unassuming, and patient persons, but also be making plans to become so. So Lent helps us make plans towards becoming more like Jesus. Lent is about practicing going without in order for us to wean our tastes from that sugary spirituality that we are likely ingesting. It helps retrain our taste buds for the goodness of God. Lent is an intentional time where we can see what is already there. We are fragile creatures. We're limited in our bodies, minds, and souls, and we're limited in our desires and affections. 
Lent reminds us we're human. We're not machines. We can't be everywhere at once. And a diet of Western upward mobility is not doing our souls any favors. Lent isn't a time to wallow or pay penance. It's a time to name what is already there. We are humans with limits. And if you've heard me say this or you've picked up a copy of A Spacious Life, you already know that limits aren't restrictions that bar us from the good life. They are actually doorways into the kingdom life. So how did this project get started? On Instagram, I'm over at AA Hales, I've long documented my suburban walks, first in a neighborhood in Southern California and now in a neighborhood in Northern Colorado. It helps me practice paying attention. First, all that walking was a way for my faith to move outward. Where did I see the needs of my place? Who was I coming into contact with? Where could I see how my own life intersected with the needs of the world and in particular my neighborhood? That's what really drove me to write Finding Holy in the Suburbs. But now, perhaps because it's COVID tied or because we're in a new spot, I walk to remind myself and my friends and followers on Instagram to move your body at a human pace. Moving our body at a human pace means we take into consideration our real limits. Sometimes it's honestly our energy flags. Sometimes we're not able to walk much at all. Sometimes we're energized and rejuvenated. And each time we move our body at that pace of that day, we're invited to name our limits, not to push through them, but to see them as a gift. So if we let them, our limits are invitations to knowing God and making him known. They are invitations to press in closer to God. I love walking with friends. I love having a thoughtful companion to walk with. And I love being that thoughtful companion. So for Lent this year, I am creating a 40-day journey to help you walk at a human pace. It's an audio download. You can find it in my shop and it'll be available March 1st. Each episode is about 10 to 15 minutes. It's meant for you to get into the habit and practice and rhythm of walking, of seeing your prayers and attention keeping and bodily movement as all one thing, as a way to acknowledge the limit of your body, of your time and attention, of your cares, and to push in deeper with God. We are limited. We are creatures. And God welcomes us into our limits so that we can find our rest in Him. In the rest of the episode, you'll get to experience walking at a human pace. Enjoy. Welcome to Walking at a Human Pace. This is a 40-day contemplative prayer and scripture journey meant to prepare our hearts for Easter as we walk together. So put in your earbuds, lace up your tennis shoes, and let's go for a thoughtful walk. You are choosing to practice bodily rhythms. In our 40-day journey, what you can expect is a few minutes of quiet, a passage of scripture to be read for you, and an invitation to walk at a human pace, to name your intentions 
with God so that as our hearts and bodies are formed through scripture, through prayer, and through movement, we will find ourselves walking at a human pace towards the cross and towards Jesus's resurrection. Let's begin. As you walk, take a few deep breaths. Set aside the cares that you carry with you and simply breathe. Notice your body. How does it feel today? Notice the street or the path that you are walking on. Pay attention to the sounds that you hear. Notice your surroundings and breathe deeply. What is your human pace today? Are you feeling energized and athletic and ready to take on the world? Are you feeling tired, worn out and weary? Are you feeling kind of blah? and ordinary without a lot of movement towards something or someone. What is your human pace? Would you name it now? What do you need on this walk? We're going to set an intention each day to help orient us towards thinking of this walk as simply a chance to blow off steam and instead as a thoughtful spiritual practice. What do you need from God on this walk? Name that intention with him right now. Remember, you are not a machine. You are a creature with limits that are yours to embrace this day. And if you let them your limits of your body, of your mind, of your soul, of your spirit can become the pathway to intimacy with God. So name the intention. How do you need God to show up for you today on this walk as you walk at the human pace that you are walking today? to this scripture passage, remember that intention you named at the beginning. How might God answer through his word? In these first several days, we are meditating on God's walking songs. These are the Psalms of Ascent you can find in your Bibles. They include Psalm 120 to 134. They are the walking songs of God's people as they would ascend the hills to Jerusalem. And so they invite us too to be expectant. Listen now to God's good word. This is the word of the Lord. Psalm 120 In my distress I called to the Lord 
And he answered me, Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips, from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given to you, and what more shall be done to you, you deceitful tongue? A warrior's sharp arrows with glowing coals of the broom tree. Woe to me that I sojourn in Meshech, that I dwell among the tents of Kadar. Too long have I had my dwelling among those who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. This is the word of the Lord. As you walk, consider what stood out to you in that passage. Is there a word or phrase that you remember? Maybe you too feel distressed, or you feel the weight of a lying and deceitful tongue. Perhaps you feel disconnected from your community, that it feels like a place of war, and yet you are for peace. Take a moment as you walk to consider what stood out to you today. continue to walk, also consider how has God met you in the past in your distress? How might he meet you now? When you are in distress, do you call to the Lord? felt your own lips to be deceitful or lying. And as you walk, ask the Spirit to illuminate your own heart in the ways in which you too may be for war against people, a community, a place, or even yourself. Return to your beginning intention. Where do you need God to show up for you right now? And can you put words around that to ask him to do so? Remember to take a few more deep breaths. Pay attention to your body, how it's moving. Ask yourself, what is your human pace?
what do you notice around you? And what work in your own heart and soul has God done as you have walked? Name that now. As we conclude our time together, let me leave you with a good word, a benediction from my book, A Spacious Life. The path to the spacious life doesn't simply lead to a someday heaven. It leads to Jesus, the one who sees you, knows you, gave himself for you, forgives you, restores and reconciles you, and who sends you out with good work to do as you participate in the unlimited love of God. The spacious place is God himself, and by his spirit, he lives inside of you. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit, the cathedral and home for God himself. May you be blessed. Friends, I hope walking at a human pace and the content that you've just listened to is something that deeply encourages you to pay attention to the needs of your place, the needs of your body, and the needs of your soul, and to press in deeper with God in those actual limits. I would be honored if you grabbed walking at a human pace and you went on this journey with me. I'm going to be doing it every day just like you over on Instagram at AA Hales. But on March 1st, this walking at a human pace will be available to you. So if you listen before March 1st, all you need to do is head on over to my website at aahales.com, put in your email, you'll get a reminder when it drops on March 1st. If you're listening and it's March 1st or after, it is available in my shop. You can go directly to aahales.com slash shop. That's aahales.com slash shop. It's only $10 and it's a great way to practice paying attention. Join me. Let's walk at a human pace together this Lent. I'll see you over at aahales on Instagram and aahales.com slash shop to grab yours. Remember, big things matter, but so does the laundry. This episode was brought to you in part by United We Pray. United We Pray is a podcast devoted to praying and thinking about racial strife, especially between Christians. Come join us in praying for the unity of God's people.